It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Trey Gowdy. I'm Jerry Willis. I'm Bill Hemmer, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. I'm Eben Brown. Is the news you're hearing about Israel's war against Hamas correct? How many times have newspapers and news networks took the word of terrorists? Now someone wants to fact check them. In some cases, the original false stories and outlets like the New York Times were not even corrected. Uh, It was just produced as a separate story, not referencing the fact that the Times had messed it up in the first place. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. What happens when news organizations rush to publish uncorroborated claims from terrorists? There have been more than one occurrence that claims made by Hamas leadership saw instant publication and broadcast in media around the world, from claims of IDF attacks on hospitalized children to charges of genocide. But documentation of Hamas war crimes, from their rape attacks on October 7th to their stockpiling of missiles in UN schools, or their use of tunnel networks, are often met with skepticism from those same groups of journalists. A new organization is hoping to document these reporting on the reporters themselves. The 10-7 project was launched to set the record straight, to make sure that Americans had access to the right information and make sure that uh, disinformation and falsehoods in the press on the war in Gaza were corrected promptly. The 10-7 Project, as it's called, is an effort of major Jewish organizations, mostly in the U.S., to confront what they say are the false narratives about Israel and about Jews in a time where Jew hatred is rising and where justification is sought for Hamas attacks. This is a thing where the American legacy media, in many cases, either is willfully uh, uh, not quite putting all the context that they know in the stories, uh, or don't they don't know uh, one of the two things in many in many cases and probably one of the worst problems is when they do face up to a mistake it's typically tucked away in an editor's note months later or weeks later uh, and and the correction is not given the, near the billing that the false story did in the first place uh, you know we you saw this in in when Ham- the stories were written about Hamas using a hospital. Uh, as a terror outpost. Uh, Well, U.S. intelligence has verified that independently now on multiple occasions. And in some cases, the original false stories and outlets like the New York Times were not even corrected. Uh, It was just produced as a separate story, not referencing the fact that the Times had messed it up in the first place. Uh, The Washington Post, you know, has been called out. There was a good story in Jewish Insider recently uh, where the Post had to admit their own errors journalistically in, in, in the fact that Israeli hospitals are caring for Palestinian babies uh, during this conflict. Uh, but again, they corrected it with an editor's note. And the, the original sensationalized story that was wrong doesn't get the billing 
uh, that the correction does months later. There seems to be, I don't, I don't, uh, how do you qualify this or, or characterize this? Because news organizations, these legacy news organizations, whether it is the New York Times or the Washington Post, they are more than one person doing this work. There may be a byline for a reporter, but there's been editors there, are, you know, there have been editors who have assigned the story, editors who helped to edit the copy, editors who then look at the final product before it gets published, and then there's a publisher. Uh, on the broadcast side of things, there's a similar type of editorial review. The big question is, is it bias? Is it is it uh, incompetence? Is it both of these things? Because as you mentioned, the issue about the hospital um, uh, was, I think, the, the, the best example of this. These agencies, these organizations are not shedding the, the light here. They're not doing their editorial work. Well, they aren't. And, they, you know, the Palestinian health ministry is run by Hamas, and that is vital context that ought to be in every story where their figures are cited. Hamas is a terrorist organization designated so by every entity in the world that designates terrorist organizations. This is not a, uh, a thing that only the government of Israel designates them. The United States designates them as a, as a terrorist organization and long has. Uh, and so this is a it, it's impossible to understand the number you're being presented without knowing who's presenting it. Uh, you know, we also know that the the Palestinian Health Ministry through and Hamas don't distinguish between civilian casualties and fighters casualties. And so the public here in the United States uh, sometimes gets a gets a just a different uh, understanding of what those numbers are. And and you know, this is not a problem only in the United States. The BBC has been uh, caught uncritically. Uh, accepting numbers from Hamas uh, on multiple occasions that they've been subsequently had to correct. So uh, there is an, that's why there is a need uh, for a project that brings these facts to light uh, and makes sure that the public knows the truth and can consult the, this, the news they're hearing from the war in its context. I think the, the converse has also been well exampled here, too, because claims uh, or assertions made by either the Israeli government or the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, have been met with extreme skepticism by some of these same leg- legacy media. Uh, the demonstrable uh, use of um, uh, uh, of selective targeting by the IDF uh, at their t- targets in Gaza, the, the 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 demonstrable proof of of uh, allowing for and even encouraging and even assisting in evacuations of civilians. Um, a, a lot of this has been ignored or met with skepticism by the very same people who were very quick uh, to promote these claims from the Gaza Health Ministry and, and others. And it's and it keeps continuing. I think it's fueled a lot of other fires in the realm of anti-Semitism online, which is I think everyone has, has been able to tell it's it's just grown uh, quite like a cancer. It has. And, you know, every every day there's another place where the IDF discovers a school or a hospital or some facility like that that has been used uh, as, as a place for a military outpost, either store weapons, access to the tunnel network. Uh, and then also in those cases, they're evacuated. Uh, that's because the Israeli government is issuing evacuation orders in, in advance of those uh, those movements uh, and, and against those those military posts. And so that's a, a distinction that's often uh, not made uh, and not kept to the fore uh, in coverage of this. And, you know, some of this stuff is just sloppy as well. I mean, the Washington Post ran a story falsely claiming that Doctors Without Borders uh, had accused Israel of deliberately firing on their employees uh, on the ground. But Doctors Without Borders had not made that charge at all. 
And the normal fact checking process, if it were rigorous uh, at a place like The Washington Post, should be able to catch that. Uh, And that's important information that their readers need to know. And all these mistakes seem to be going one direction uh, in the coverage of this war. And I think that's a a part of the reason the 10-7 Project exists is to call that out. We are speaking with Brad Todd of the 10-7 Project, which aims to correct the record in the misreporting or the false reporting of the Israel-Hamas war on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. We'll have more straight ahead. So let's talk about who's behind the project. Uh, these projects don't happen without funding, without brain power. Uh, you know, who, who came together to, to make this uh, a reality? It's, it's, it's a coalition. It's a group of a broad coalition of, of, of a lot of pro-Israel groups. You know, APAC, American Israel Public Affairs Committee, uh, the AJC, the Anti-Defamation League, a whole host of, 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 of groups came, came together. So uh, to speak with, with one, one voice in, in doing this corrective work uh, and, and as a service to the American news consumer. And what will they be doing? It's one thing to say you're fact-checking, but how does that fact-checking uh, look out? You know, there's a uh, another group of people who have made it their life business. They've been around for a while to uh, to highlight uh, uh, known anti-Semites on social media. Uh, they've done great jobs at developing, um, call them dossiers, on, on these personalities where they document uh, their online activity and present it. Um, what what will the 107 project do what are the plans there's a daily there's a daily report every day issued uh with news uh, that corrections of news that is erroneously aired here in the united states uh linking to news stories from israel that are relevant that are not being told in the united states press uh so that 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 daily digest exists uh there's an attempt to correct the record uh with outlets uh and to provide context where it's not it's not by direct but through direct sourcing so uh, it's it's really a an all an attempt to elevate the truth uh, as the concept content conflict moves forward what type of pushback do you expect to get well hopefully it'll be corrective uh, hopefully news organizations will will uh, realize that uh, they that their coverage their mistakes are being watched and and the reporters doing it will will provide proper context that's the goal the goal here is to end up with more accurate news for the American public. Uh, and so I, I, I want to remain optimistic and, and, and say that the correcting the record and calling attention to it is going to result in better coverage. How, how would you judge the success? I mean, how, how will you know it's working? That's, that's probably the, you know, the, the big well, question. Here. I, I think, for instance, if we start seeing more news outlets that are accurately uh, describing uh, the actions uh, of, of the Israeli army and the IDF and it, more organizations that properly put in context what Hamas is uh, and provide critique of, of the propaganda that comes from Hamas, uh, keep the hostages front and center, uh, keep their plight front and center and, 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 and keep America, American news consumers aware of the origins of this conflict that happened on 10-7 when a ceasefire was broken by Hamas. Uh, I think that that kind of uh, important sort of coverage and background and, and, and factual accuracy uh, will be a success. And where can people find your work? Or did they go to a website? There's, I'm sure there's going to be social media accounts. How, yes, how the 10-7 find? Report does have a website, 10-7 Report. You can find that online, 10-7 Report.com. Uh, and there's, a, there's, a, there's an email list you can sign up for as well. Uh, and so we look forward to seeing more people are signing up every day. 
Brad Todd with the 107 Project. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com.